0: trying to fit into this place and the people around us. Doing this on our own, we find we lose the rhythm. It is only through the grace of God we truly find our place in this world. When we walk alongside Christ, he fills us with purpose. Only then we truly find our rhythm as we join in his orchestra. We learn to move in sync with God and his plan for us all. Letting God use us, the noise of this world becomes faint, and the rhythm of God becomes clear. Awesome. Am I on? Awesome. Look at that. I figured out the iPad tonight. Very cool. Hey, uh, I hope you guys all have had a great week. I hope you had a great day off on Monday as we celebrated Labor Day. And um, here's the thing. Work is a big part of our culture. And we celebrate Labor Day every single year. And there's a lot of history behind Labor Day and the fight for uh, shorter hours and fair working conditions and fair wages. Um, But at the end of the day, work is a big part of our culture. And having a good work ethic is really, really important. And our culture pushes this idea that work is vital to what we do and vital to our success. And from a very early age, we are taught and we are uh, sent this message into our brains that hard work pays off. Think about it. Go all the way back to when you entered elementary school. My guess is that you were told if you work hard, you will make good grades. And all through school, you have been taught this mantra and it's been pounded into your head if you work hard hard work pays off if you work hard in school you're going to make good grades as you get older and you enter into sports and clubs and band if you work hard you're going to get more playing time if you work hard you're going to be more influential in your club you might be president or chair of a committee if you work hard you might get a more prestigious position in the band Some of you are old enough to have jobs and some of you are looking forward to your first jobs and you recognize that if you work hard, then you're going to impress your boss and you are going to possibly get more hours, possibly get a raise. And we are taught from a very early age, hard work pays off. Hard work pays off. And that's really, really important. To who we are. And having a great worth work ethic is really, really super important to who we are as people. From from the time I was little, I've had this message pounded into my head. And I, I love working hard and uh I love um the the payoff that comes from hard work and seeing a job well done and a job finished. But here's the thing. When I look at my life spiritually, I realize that this idea of hard work pays off um, has kind of led me down a direction where I've had to learn a lot of things differently spiritually. And I'll explain that tonight. We're going to jump into Ephesians chapter 2. Paul here is talking to the church in Ephesus, and he says this in verses 4 through 9, But God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. And he raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is a gift of God, not a result of works that no one may boast. See, I I love the way that Paul describes the way our lives work spiritually versus the way our lives work culturally. Culturally, hard work pays off. Culturally, you work hard, you're going to get a payoff. But spiritually, there's an entirely different rhythm to our lives. When we start to look at Jesus and trusting Jesus and what he did for us. We have this rhythm in our lives of hard work pays off. I just have to do better. I just have to work harder. I just have to, to, to continue to dig in and do more and be more and, and make myself better. And Jesus says, no, in, in the spiritual realm, when you're looking at a relationship with me, it's about letting go. And there are these two seemingly competing rhythms in our life. And we have to find a way to get into Jesus' rhythm for our life. Uh, Have you guys ever been in a situation where you have just tried harder? Like, you knew it wasn't going to do any good, but you just decided, man, if I just try harder, if I just work harder, I know... (coughs) Excuse me. (laughs) Man. I know that it's going to pay off. So... For for those of you that don't know, last March, um, I got a fracture in my hip. I didn't know it at the time, but I got a fracture in my hip. And so I was on one crutch for a few months. And the start of June, I got an MRI. And I found out one week before we left for our week-long CIY trip, one week for high school, back-to-back, one week for middle school, that I was going to actually be on two crutches. I couldn't put any weight on my left leg. Now, I'm the type of person you can ask my wife going through this entire process. I am awful at asking for help. Like for me, it's just you got to do better. You got to try harder. You got to work harder. You got to figure out a way to figure stuff out so that you can continue to do the things that you do. And this is where one of my flaws come in is that, um, I feel weak when I ask for help. And so, and so. I'm crutching along with one crutch, and I'm trying to give up and let go of things and find a new rhythm and allow my family to help me, which they were phenomenal, fantastic. And a week before we leave on a trip, I find out I have to be on two crutches. I can't put any weight on my left hip. And my thought is, all right, CJ, you got this. You're just going to have to man up. You're going to have to do more. You're going to have to try harder. You got this. Not a problem at all. First week comes and goes, things go well. And I recognize that the one spot that I'm going to have the most trouble is in the lunchroom because carrying two crutches and a plate is rather difficult. Second week comes along, and it was like the second or third day uh, I was in the lunchroom. um, I'm on my crutches and I kind of break off into this line and everybody else in our group kind of goes into different lines and we all scatter and I look around and I'm getting my plate of food and I realize there's no one from our group around me. Now I am surrounded by people, but there is no one from our group that is around me and I'm like, okay, how am I going to get my plate to this table? Well, I'm just going to have to work harder. Like I got to make this happen. I'm not going to ask a random person to help me. I got to make this happen. So I, I pull my tray, my plate to the the end of the row, uh, the little shelf thing where I was dishing up food. And I'm like, okay, I got this. All right. And so I'm, I'm on one leg. I got this crutch good in this hand, and I got this crutch in this hand. And what I'm trying to do is lock my thumb in on this crutch and then grip my plate kind of like this. And the plate kind of tips. And then I try to wedge the crutch into my shoulder and like do one of these moves and then crutch and then do one of these moves. And I tell you what, it was a disaster. It was awful. I knew three steps into it, I was never going to make it to this table. But there was still this part of me that was like, Dude, you got to do this. You have to try harder. You have to do better. You have to continue to work. Every single step, I had to stop, readjust, fix my plates, and then take another step. It was about three steps in when my friend Matt, who worked for CIY, came walking up and gave me this look like, dude, what are you doing? He actually said that. CJ, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm trying to. Get my plate to my table. And he's like, dude, that's what you have students for. It was like this punch to the gut where there's a different rhythm to life that we can live. A different rhythm to life that we can live spiritually where Jesus comes along and he says, you don't have to try harder. And, and if I'm totally honest with you guys, Matt carried my plate to my table that day. I was super thankful that he did. I was super embarrassed that he had to do it. Because in my mind, I just needed to work harder. I just needed to try harder. Have you guys ever been there? Have you ever felt that pressure? Have you ever felt the tension of, man, I really just need to let go. But really, I just need to try harder. And there's this tension And we're not really sure how to handle it in that moment. I was surrounded by people. I could have very easily been like, hey, you mind carrying my plate for me? And anyone would have been like, yeah, dude, I got you. And carried it to my table, which was 25 feet away. But we have it so ingrained in us that hard work pays off. We have it so ingrained in our system. We've got to do more. We've got to work harder. And our rhythm of life becomes work Hard work, hard work, hard work. Chase that payoff, chase that payoff, chase that payoff. And a lot of times what we do is we take that rhythm and apply it spiritually, and it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Because Jesus' rhythm of life is totally different than the rhythm of life that we have in this world. I love the way that Paul describes who we are in this passage. He says, even when we were dead in our trespasses, Jesus made us alive. Now, really quickly, I want to make sure that I am crystal clear. Paul is using the word dead in our trespasses here. And a lot of times when we use phrases like that, we think it is a message and Paul is speaking to our value. But I don't think Paul ever intended to speak dead, the word dead, to our value. Paul intended to speak the word dead to our ability to try harder to get what we needed in Jesus. There's no way we could try harder. But our value, our value was named by Jesus. He said we were valuable. He said we were worth saving. And so Paul says, yes, you were dead. You couldn't do anything to do better. You can try harder all day long. And that's great. But Jesus has a different rhythm of life, and it's a much more beautiful rhythm to life when we can allow Jesus to come in, when we can allow ourselves to let go. See, this rhythm of try harder, do more, hard work pays off, it doesn't work spiritually because Jesus said, I already paid it. I I already paid it. If you go back to the the full verse here, you, you look at, we were dead. And, and, and you look at all the ways that Jesus came through and said, dude, just let go. I got you. Just, just let go. Just let me save you. Like I see you as so valuable and so worth saving. Just let me do it. Look, he says, I'm rich in mercy. I've got great love. I've raised you up. I've already seated you in the heavens, in the heavenly places. I've got immeasurable riches of grace and kindness that I just want to lavish on you. You don't have to work harder for it. In Jesus' rhythm of life, hard work doesn't pay off because Jesus already lavished everything on us to start with. I've had to learn this over the course of my life. I've had to learn to do things differently spiritually. And if I'm 100% honest with you guys, this is a huge struggle for me. A huge struggle for me. When I was 10 years old in the spring of 1993, I got baptized. And I thought to myself, hmm, Jesus is really going to love me now. Like, I'm getting baptized. I knew that Jesus had died for my sins. Um, but there was a part of me that was like, I'm making the right decisions. Like, I'm, I'm doing all the steps. Jesus is really going to love me now. And as I as I got into middle school and high school, I found myself trying to work harder to earn God's love. Maybe you've been there. See, we take this rhythm of life of work harder, do more, be more, to and we apply it spiritually and we try to earn God's love. And I was at church every Sunday morning, as I would church every Sunday night and church every Wednesday night, and I was reading my Bible every day and I was praying all the time. I was making sure I did everything I was supposed to do because I was sure that if I could just work harder, if I could just be more, if I could just read more of the Bible, if I could just pray more, if I could attend more church, if I could attend more Bible studies and and tell people that Jesus loves them, that Jesus would love me. And as I got into high school and college, it was about sin management and making sure that I was not doing the sins I wasn't supposed to and making sure that the sins I struggled with, I was working hard to give them up and making sure that that I was the person that I was supposed to be. Because if I'm the person I'm supposed to be and I'm doing all the right things and I'm working harder and I'm being more and I'm doing more, Jesus is going to love me. And if I'm totally a hundred percent honest with you guys, when I made the decision to go into ministry, I'm a hundred percent confident that it was God's will for my life. And he was leading me into ministry. But as I made that decision, I thought, "Ah, Jesus is definitely going to love me now. And isn't that what we do? Like as as a culture, we celebrate Labor Day and we celebrate work and we know that hard work pays off. And, and, and hear me, there's a place for work. Work ethic is really important, but Jesus has a different rhythm to life. Jesus says, <clears throat> I've already got you. All you got to do is just let go. You don't have to try so hard. You don't have to be more. You don't have to do more. I love you. I love you. And I've got you. And he comes along as we, we work hard and we do more and we beat more and, and we try to earn his love. And he comes along like Matt did next to me and grabs my plate and just looks at me. And, and when Matt looked at me like, what are you doing? It wasn't a look like, dude, you're an idiot for trying to carry your plate. He said, well, you were doing a pretty good job. Um, but he just came along like, man, I, I'm right here. I want to serve you. I wanna, I, I'm here. That's exactly what Jesus does for us. He he comes along and and we're like, Jesus, did you see what I did today? It was so awesome and, and you've got to love me more. And he says, yeah, I saw that. That was really cool. But guess what? I loved you whether you did that or not. And we say, Jesus, you know, I've been struggling with this sin, but I'm working really, really hard to give it up. Don't you love me more for that? And he's like, no. See, I already paid for that sin. In my book, it's dead and gone. You're loved. Fall into my rhythm. A rhythm of just giving up and accepting that you're loved. It really isn't that the struggle. We feel like we have to prove ourselves. And Jesus says, just believe it, know it. In the heart of who you are, believe. I love you. Whether you work harder to earn it or not, I love you. And there's this incredibly different rhythm to life. Now here's what happens, and it's so cool. What happens is when we give up and we say, wow, yeah, I'm really loved. Suddenly all those things that we were working so hard on and we were trying to do more and be more and and do this and do that, those things just start to flow naturally out of who we are as Jesus fills us up and helps us become the person that he created us to be. It's not about working harder to do it all ourselves. It's about letting go and letting Jesus work through us. And it's about letting him come along and lavish his incredible love upon us. If we could throw up that verse with all the highlighted sections again, I want to point these out again, but God being rich in mercy because of his great love, which he, which with which he loved us, even when we were dead, he made us alive and he raised us up with him. Listen, he raised us up with him and he's already seated us with the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that he can show us the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For it's by grace you've been saved, not of works, not of anything that we've done, so that no one can boast. It's by grace you've been saved. You don't have to earn it. You don't have to do more. You don't have to be more. You can fall into the rhythm of saying, "Jesus." wow, you got me, you love me. And you guys, that's a struggle for me. And it's something that I have worked on for a long time and something that I will continue to work on until the day that I die, is truly grasping and understanding and believing in my heart of hearts and living out, man, I am so incredibly loved by Jesus. See, the rhythm that works so well here on earth is completely different than the rhythm that Jesus wants for us. And it doesn't mean everything's going to be easy, but it means that in the good times and in the bad times and in the difficulties and in the celebrations, Jesus is there. And he's always there. He's saying, I got you. I got you. I love you. You are loved. You don't have to earn it. Now, I know what you're thinking. CJ, It also says in James, faith without works is dead. CJ, shouldn't we actually be like fighting our sin? CJ, isn't there a place for Bible reading and church going? Yes. And we're going to talk about that this month. There's faith and works, and there's this balance that comes along inside of them. But the faith and works balance only works if we understand this, that us trying harder on our own, That's not the works they're talking about. It's a different rhythm of us giving up and letting go and letting God flow through us and work through us. And so we're going to talk about that all month long and and that balance of what that looks like. But I want to encourage you guys tonight to just begin to grasp Jesus' rhythm for your life. The big question is, how do we do that? I mean, we we are just flushed completely with work hard, work hard, work hard, work hard. I think honestly, it takes a lot of reminding. Reminding that we're loved whether we have succeeded or failed today. And so what I want you guys to do for a practical challenge this week is simply this. Some point during the day, I want you to stand there. We'll do this during our small group time tonight. I want you to just stand or sit or kneel or whatever you want to do, and put your hands open like you're letting go. And I simply want you to pray, and God, help me live in your rhythm. I'm letting go. I trust you. I don't have to work hard or be more. I know I'm loved by you. Help me live that. And it's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take a lot of work to change the pathways in our brain because our pathways have been set and work harder, work harder, work harder, work harder. So we're going to have to do some work of saying, all right, but spiritually. Jesus has already got me. And it's going to be like, no, 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 no. Work harder, work harder. No, 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 no. I'm going to remind myself again spiritually, dude, I'm loved. Jesus has got me. Yeah, but, but, but look at your life over here. You struggle and you're struggling and you've messed up. Some, well, you know what? Jesus has already paid for that. I'm loved. Yeah, but shouldn't you be doing this and this? Yeah, yeah, I should. And that'll come along. But the truth of the matter is, I'm already loved whether I do that stuff or not. And continual reminders. God, help me live in your rhythm today. I'm letting go. I'm letting go of trying to do it on my own. Help me live in your rhythm. Thank you for loving me. And just pray that over and over and over again. Let me pray for you guys. God, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for loving us. Thank you, God, for loving us when we succeed and loving us when we fail. God, thank you that we don't have to earn your love. God, it's such a blessing and a beautiful thing that you love us. And God, I pray that the students and the adults in this room would live that, that they would understand that they don't have to work for it. They don't have to earn it. God, you already gave it.